magical. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy reader, energy healer, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hmm. I hope you had a wonderful in-bulk. Oh, yes. We're still in the portal. We're still Mm. in the in-bulk portal. I was maybe going to go to my first in-bulk ritual. Oh, yeah, because we're, it's we're recording this actually two mm-hmm. days before yeah, Embolk and it comes out a day after Embolk. So That's really, right. this weekend you're going to go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. We'll see. It's actually, I was just telling Tess, I mean, it's crazy snowing here right now, which it never, it hasn't done this all winter and it's like really coming down hard. It's so magical. So. It's very magical, but you experience that all the time. Yeah, but this hasn't been a super snowy winter. Like, uh, it started yeah. out really snowy maybe in October or something. Oh, And yeah. then it's it's so weird because there's usually tons of snow on the ground at this stage. But hmm. Well, you know, terrible climate change. Anyway, <laughs> um, so how was your week? And what this is when we talk about the cards we picked last week and how they um, added up. How yeah. did they? Well, so we got I got the Four of Swords from the Star Tarot and you got the Four of Fire from the Mystical Cats Tarot. Oh, it was like okay. creating def- the four we were talking about is creating space and structure. And the one I drew was about um resting and recharging, kind of taking a step back. And mm. then the Four of Fire in the Mystical Cats remind me what that mm. – do you remember? Should I remind you? <laughs> I would have to know what it is. <laughs> but I actually got that deck again this week. Um, I forgot. I had done it last week. But it was about – oh, right. It was about, like, including people in your rituals and spiritual practice and making time for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely this week I can feel the structure. It was I've I reincorporated Kundalini Yoga like I mentioned last oh, week. And yeah. You mentioned that last week? I think I did. Yeah. I in passing. That. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was listening. <laughs> but I did feel like I shifted into like by doing some conscious stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. I clearing and um purifying and Doing mm. some energy work through Kundalini, I switched into at some point a sense of connection with this new wave of energy where mm. I felt like excited. And I mean, I feel like there's still shifts going on and I'm still mm-hmm. learning stuff up or, or tuning into ways that I can improve my vibration and positive belief, you know, when that comes around sometimes yes. like, oh, like, and it feels exciting all over again to get into that vibe oh, of being magnetic. Yeah. I feel like that's been kind of going on for me this week is like a shift of my vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's actually very in keeping with, um, I guess I won't really fully talk about this on the energy report, but what I've been seeing with people that have come to me and also what I've been feeling and also what's happening astrologically is it's still very, and this, maybe this is all of 2020. It's like a bigger opening of a portal. I feel like at the end of last year, it was about self-love and right now it's about like abundance and yeah, abundance. Yeah. Like bringing in more light and yeah, magnetic energy. Mm -hmm. And then also a lot of old, 
shit leaving and mm-hmm. dealing with that. And how are you going to deal with that? And can you deal with that? <laughs> yeah, that's it. This week it has been. Well, I did my card reading for the new moon. And one of the cards I drew was um, Hyacinth, which is about just staying still and attracting, being mm-hmm. magnetic, not feeling like you have to go out and do, but uh-huh. like just sitting it's in the coming. same place and being, yeah, attracting things to you. And that has been, I've been seeing things and learning things and that's good. Yeah, I mean, stuff I've learned before, honestly, but <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. you know, just like seeing, oh, that's a way I haven't – I'm going to talk – actually going to talk about this in Practical Magic, so. Okay. Well, they talk about that a lot, actually, in school when they teach kids. Like, they introduce things in, like, first, second, third grade, and then they come back around in, like, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So I feel like that's also just part of our learning process. Yeah. It's like we learn it, and then we learn it again, and then we learn it again. Like, right. Again, like more in depth or or you see new things about it. Yeah, like a spiral, a spiraling. Exactly. You know what? I was drawing a spiral with my finger and you couldn't see it. (laughs) Even though we're on video, I was doing it on the table. Um, Well, I had – my week was a little more – it was – it was – well, I announced like 12 times (laughs) – various magic Monday outlet said it was my birthday on Wednesday. I actually said it was on Tuesday on here. And so then I, of course, had to inform everyone, no, 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 hold up. Don't wish me happy <laughs> birthday yet. It's tomorrow. I was very <laughs> obnoxious about it. I was like, no, no, no thank you. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Just had to make sure everybody knew exactly when to celebrate my birthday. Um, I had a great birthday and I had a really fun party, but then and then also my best friend came to visit, which was really, really nice. But I also have just been feeling, yeah, more of like a heaviness, mm-hmm. like uh, of the letting the stuff that I have to let go of has felt more heavy and a little more complicated, which I'm going to talk about in the energy report. Um, Because actually, spoiler alert, it's never complicated. If it feels complicated, then that's not really you. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. And that's one thing I really had to keep. I was like, when I realized, like, when I was feeling heavy, I was like, is is my soul heavy? And then it's like, no, of course, my soul is not heavy. So then it's like, well, that's not me then. Yeah, it's like a story. Exactly. That's That reminds me, I started reading the Sedona Method this week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. And I've been working with it because he talks about just like a really basic way of doing it right at the beginning. So I've been doing it and I love it. And it made it so clear. I mean, for those of you who don't know, the Sedona Method is one of Natasha's favorite books and it's about releasing feelings as they come up and welcoming them first yes feeling them them, and that's part of letting them go and yeah it really helped me understand forgiveness actually because it was like like I suddenly realized all of that like the complex thing like how you said if it seems complicated that's not really it and it is like I think where the forgiveness thing gets complicated is when you're like well, then how am I supposed to relate to this person and who mm. are they to me? And like, mm. do I say that what they did is okay? Or, you know, it's like, that's all just story part, but the yeah. releasing is just the feeling mm. like that's all. Like if you're feeling yeah. something that you is stuck in you or you just hold, you're holding onto it that, and then you let it go. That's, that's the dynamic. Also, yeah. Yeah. And it's not your responsibility really any of it except yeah if there's feelings under there they're probably hurt feelings or whatever it is that's your responsibility to feel 
feel and then Mm -hmm. release and then however you decide to be in the physical world naturally follows it's not like an intellectual like oh what do i how am i supposed to be to this person and can i tell that like it's not even our job to tell them if it's okay what they did or not it's like that's all just not part of it yeah it does feel heavy though as someone it can feel heavy as someone who has been brought up to take care of other people or like women in society be nice, you know, or whatever. But yeah, that's his, the other big thing in that book is, um, and just the philosophy is letting go a welcoming, wanting to figure it out. Like he, I've mentioned this before, but he has monthly free phone calls and people call in with their issue. And then a lot of times he'll be like, like right away, are you wanting to figure it out? Ah. <laughs> and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah," and so then you just like, "Well, so can you welcome wanting to figure it out?" It's really crazy how easy it is. Like as soon as you welcome it, you don't even realize you're resisting things half the time. Yeah, but as soon as you welcome, like, oh, it disip like, or at least a lot of it, just like you release it. That's why it's called the releasing method because you're not going straight to releasing. First, you're just letting it be there. And it's really in the resistance that's keeping it on there. Yeah, I really, right away, I'm thinking it's so neat because it yes. is true how, you know, you, you'll be like, oh, I feel angry. And then how does that feel in my body and breathing into it and letting mm-hmm. it be there? And then mm-hmm. can I let it go? Yeah. And then what else is there? There's like usually often something underneath it. And you're like, oh, okay, there's that now. <laughs> like, yeah. just It's really neat. That's so yeah. cool. Oh, I'm so happy. That makes me really excited. Yeah, there's like four things. I'll just say real quick underneath it. He asks then what's underneath it. Control, security, uh, approval, separation, or oneness. So then you could just pretty quickly, you're like, oh, that's my need for control or that's my need for security. And then you welcome that underneath the feeling and then you ask, can I let that go even a little bit? Oh, I haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, I'm you really haven't? right right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's the part that's underneath it is one of those five things. Mm, neat. It's yeah. always like one of those things, which is really crazy. It really is like mm. that all these feelings and like like forgiveness, it's like control. Like you want to control the experience, maybe. Oh, yeah. So then it's like, oh, can I welcome this need for control? And then just like Really ask yourself. And then sometimes people will be like, no, I can't release it. And so then they're like, okay, can you hold on to it? <laughs> and so then it's like, oh, well, I'm already holding on to it, you know. Anyway, yeah. It's great. So, um, all right. Shall we move on to our goddess provisions? Yeah. Do you want to talk about them this week? Well, you you have the information now. Well, I can add to it. <laughs> but I love it. Okay. <laughs> So Goddess Provisions is a monthly subscription box and it has five to six full-size products, self-care, various kinds of self-care and metaphysical fun products like crystals. I mean, they're so fun. When I get this box, it's like, I don't know what this says about me, but it's truly one of the happiest things. It's just so exciting. (laughs) There's like, oh my God, all my favorite things in there. Like I can't, and I'm not even lying about this. I just get really excited about having like, you know, a new crystal or altar cloth or candle or whatever, bath bomb. Yeah. They're really fun. And they do help like your witchy practice, your new age practice, however you want to put it. 
Yeah, and it's a great price for what you get, and it's all vegan and cruelty-free, and they plant a tree for every box they sell. So, Yeah, if you can you, really feel good about supporting it. Yeah, so if you want to support our podcast, which we would so appreciate, then go to yes. magicmondaypodcast.com and click on the Goddess Provisions banner at the right or inside the show notes. Yes, thank you so much. This is also maybe a good time to just say, if we love it if you would rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. I feel like we forget to say that sometimes, and we real it means a lot to us, and it really helps the show. So that's another really nice way you can help. Yeah, we would so appreciate it, and yeah. we are so grateful to everyone who has already left a review. So grateful. Thank you so much. Um. Okay. Oh, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but we do have questions. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask you. Um, and actually, I'll start with this one because somebody um, talked about this actually on the Magic Monday listeners page on Facebook. Um, they asked this question, and, and I thought this would be a good thing for us to talk about, um, which is they were asking people what is their what is their daily and or evening ritual look like? Oh, okay. So I thought that would be really, yeah, good for us to talk about, like, what are our rituals? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. <laughs> well, I mine change. I always mm -hmm. have a daily practice, but it changes yeah. because I want to keep it fresh and I want to stay enthusiastic about it. Mm -hmm. So it might stay a certain way for years, and then one day I'm like, I'm going to try this instead. But mm -hmm. lately what I've been doing is um, exercise and yoga. And oh, I first, do. first thing. Yeah, because I'm a morning Like person. you open your eyes. <laughs> I drink <clears throat> coffee. Oh, first thing you do is you wake up and you go drink coffee. Mm -hmm. And then okay. I do some yoga. Lately, I've been mm. doing yoga or I'll work out I keep or really, do both. It's hard for me not to go, lately, lately, you've been doing, you don't know that song. No, I don't know that one. <laughs> is it new? Newish, yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> that was really important um, for me to say. <laughs> and um, <laughs> lately, I've been reading A Course in Miracles. So I've been reading like a bit of A Course in Miracles and then doing a meditation. I've been doing the daily lessons. This has just been one of the ways I'm switching up my meditation practice. But also daily, I do um, magical hygiene. So I clear my, I call on Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael to clear my energy field, to surround me in light, in which but only love remains. When do you do this? Um, after I exercise and so eat you breakfast. So you have your coffee. Then yeah. exercise. you exercise. Then you eat have breakfast. breakfast uh -huh. Then meditate. Yeah. And then you meditate. Now, then mm -hmm. you read your Course in Miracles. Oh, yeah. Lately, I've been reading. I feel like after I finish a Course in Miracles, then I want to start studying Kabbalah. I've really been liking studying just like a small amount of a spiritual text mm -hmm. in the morning because it's like reading a Course in Miracles for fun is really boring yeah, and hard. hard to pay attention. Mm -hmm. But reading great. a little bit at a time is really great. And so I feel like next I might do this with Kabbalah. Just things that are like really interesting to me, but maybe mm -hmm. not it's not something I'm able to digest in large chunks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so recourse in miracles, do my magical hygiene and meditation practice. It's clearing, shielding. I connect to the earth. I connect to the cosmos. I call on archangels for connecting to the earth, the cosmos, and the four directions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I bless my home. I bless 
mm-hmm. my car, Ted's car, oh, call, call on, yeah, for safety, mm-hmm. um, bless my cat. I call on various mm-hmm. helpers, like for solo, I call on St. Francis of Assisi oh, and Bass. Nice. And, and also solo has a guardian angel that is a sea otter. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Named Jared for whatever oh, reason. Jared. Yeah, that's Who'd Solo's. He to- how'd you find that out? I just tuned in. I just oh, okay. met You're him. like, who's your angel? Mm-hmm. Boy. He's a sea otter. So I call on him <laughs> to mm-hmm. watch over Solo. That's I bless nice. Ted. I bless. And then I'll take some time and bless various people. Maybe you. Maybe Brett. Maybe oh, my brother. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I love that. The Good Vibe Tribe, mm-hmm. um, just send out some good energy and um, visualize being a money magnet, like take some time to oh, nice. feel and sense and, you know, imagine the stuff that I want to manifest and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. feel gratitude. This is my kind of like daily practice. Now, do you do any um, like meditation where you're just quieting your mind? Um, that has been the... Lately, yes, I often like to do that. Sometimes I'll chant. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just watch my breath or mm-hmm. do like a guided meditation from Insight Timer. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. lately, that's been the Course in Miracles uh, meditations because oh, they okay. have stuff that's like that, like it, oh, okay. in various ways. There's like a kind of a like a mindfulness. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, that's very interesting. And do you do anything at night? Um, no, not really. I mean, like, as mm-hmm. I drift off to sleep, sometimes I'll just visualize angels around me and clear my mind, but nothing formal. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'll say what I do now. So when I wake up, first thing, um, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> that just puts me in a nice place. <clears throat> I'm usually already thanking Greg, my cat. Also my pillow for <laughs> um, just being there. Well, I think the universe for Greg. And then all my cats, they're all on there. <laughs> okay, then <laughs> I quiet my mind for a second. I fill up with gold light. I imagine a ball of light between my hands. And then I put in various things in the ball of light so first I and then I bless my day with it so first I put my day in it and I imagine it going you know whatever it is I want to have be in that day like love peace easiness and then I send that and I bless it I ask you know source to bless it or I say yeah and then I send that up to the light then I do that with everything with the kids with Brett with um and then I do it with like projects, like the book I'm writing, my business, Magic Monday, um, and I'm sending it all like love and light and the highest things happening to it, you know, mm-hmm. and that it reaches everybody in the highest way possible and everybody's blessed. Okay, then <laughs> I get out of bed and so this changes, You we've discussed this a long time ago, but I have this red light that I sit oh, yeah. under. Which really calms me, and I guess it's also supposed to help your skin, which I guess it has. I don't know. I'll put I a mean, link in the show notes. Okay. I mean, I go to this facial lady, and she was like, what is this? So I think it does work. And I, I got it for – I did some – not MacGyver. I did – I do a lot of research, and I found a plant light that does the same thing as, like, hundreds of dollars that people pay for skin lights. Anyway, it puts me in a good mood. 
So I sit under that and I listen to a meditation. <laughs> I realize how extensive this is. I know. I, I really – mine is too. I, ha- okay. I realize there's more I left out too. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 okay. So sometimes I miss the red light if I'm really – if I don't get up early enough. Okay. I sit under this red light and I listen to a meditation um, and it could be anything, Tara Brock, I have, or sometimes I, I do my own guided um, chakra clearing meditation, um, but I like to listen to it. So I listen to one of the teachers that I had. I have a thing of that. So I listen to that. Okay. Then I exercise. Um, and I think maybe, oh, sometimes I also like to light a candle (laughs) just as like, uh, in this world, it just makes me, I connect to it. Sometimes I'll light an Aquarius candle and it'll just be like this light within me. This represents my light shining and like my self love and connection to myself, like affirming myself in this world. And then sometimes I'll light a green candle and be like, abundance comes to me easily and effortlessly. Mm, yeah. Lately, I've, I, you know, we posted this on um, our Instagram account, but I like to imagine streams of different financial streams coming to me. And I picture it like streams, like, you know, water, all different, like, tributaries. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Through all, all around me you know, front and back, just coming to me easily and effortlessly. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I will, if I remember, I try to just call my energy back to me from anywhere I've left it. And I um, blow up anyone's energy that (laughs) is not mine. I send it back to them and I fill up with gold light. Mm. And when we put our son to bed, we always call in all of his highest guides and angels. But not Uh, your daughter? She doesn't want this routine. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't feel right without it. I think. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, he likes to have all of his guides and Aww. angels called in. Yeah. <laughs> um. And that also reminds me to do that with mine. But you're making me remember realize like I don't actually bless the animals, which I should. Oh yeah. I mean, they're part of my day. I always, you know, start my day with just giving them lots of love, of course. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I Do you realize... pick any cards? No, not usually. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I, I, lately I pick cards when I really am like, mm, what's going Should on I here? do this? Yeah, me too. Yeah. But um, what I left out is the morning pages from oh, um, yeah. Artist's Way. But I do them lately. One. What I've been doing is – a whole page of gratitude. First thing, one whole page of gratitude and then two pages of free writing, just like how I'm feeling and yeah. what I dreamt or just whatever I'm is in my head. And then one page of affirmations. So oh, it's that's four total. Good. I was doing that too for a while and it, it is really nice. It is. And it also helps me write. I feel like it just kind of mm. gets – I do that while I'm drinking coffee and it – Oh, while kinda, you're drinking coffee. Yeah. That's what I forgot to mention. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's our story. And yeah, yeah, I said, should I do this about cards? Sorry, I'm so distracted. There are huge 
like huge snowflakes. Like the ones out. that look like the six pointed. Like yes, oh, I mean I, that's they're so enormous. This is it wasn't even supposed to snow today because when it wow. snows here, everyone freaks out and goes and buys bread from the grocery store. Why bread? They think they can't get it later? (laughs) Yeah, because they can't go drive. So, like, all the bread and water is gone from the grocery store. Yeah. I have learned to stock up on that stuff since we've lived up here in the mountains. Oh, well, yes. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, if you want to mention your routine, I always, I love hearing what people do, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. You can respond to that post on Magic Monday listeners on Facebook. Yeah, but getting uh, into a habit like that is it has made such a difference. I've had a habit like that now for so long. <laughs> like I don't know, yeah. 15 years. Pretty long oh, time yeah. and it just like it it makes all the difference because if we're just like consciously shifting our expectations, our beliefs, our vibration, our energy and then that doesn't just help us but it helps the whole planet to shift consciousness, you know. Yes, I believe that too. I mean, I've had like I used to be really strict about my meditation of like quiet meditation like mm. and I got to say that made a huge difference in my life and I'm really that is one of my goals is to go back to doing that more of a quieting of the mind meditation yeah and they have like in Asheville every morning they have a sitting meditation you can go and sit for an hour with other people just oh neat I've been thinking about doing that because that made a huge difference in my life when I was doing that um okay so let's go to our other questions oh okay um okay so here is one from Alyssa Hopefully we didn't read this last time. Okay. Hi, Natasha and Tess. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you for your podcast and how genuine you both are. It's such a comfort to listen to you. That's nice. Okay. I'm pretty newish to a lot of things and I'm hungry to learn everything about everything. I've been on this journey now for a little over eight months and I've been feeling a bit overwhelmed with my thirst for all this knowledge. Where do I start? How do I start? What resources do I go through, etc.? In the past episode, in a past episode, I heard Natasha talk about something similar with diving deeper into astrology. Astrology is on my top 2020 studies list and was wondering what resources she's using to learn this language. I tried going through Molly McCord's site to see if she had a general course on learning the basics of the language. However, it all seems specific. Um, okay, so she wants to know what I'm listening to. I also have another, I mean, what I'm doing. So I'll just answer that real quick. Um, I can put a link to a couple books um uh on the show notes and molly does have a 101 astrology course so i highly i just love her so much um i really recommend that um also astro twins which i'll also send you link forward to put on the show notes um is actually if you look at it today (laughs) if you're listening to this now i think they're opening a course for like a monthly thing where they go over the astrology in a basic way and like over specifically each month. Um, but I really recommend, I just, Molly's the best. And listening to her podcasts, um, I guess she can be a little complicated. She does talk about aspects and stuff, but I have a basic astrology book I really like and yeah, 
that. Okay. I also have another question mostly regarding this energetic or emotional block I seem to have with actual practices. My typical nature is to learn a little, then jump right in and do the damn thing and not care if I fall during the process. I've always felt right at home allowing failure. However, when it comes to things such as meditation or as such as what Tess lays out in one of her books, Holistic Energy Magic, the calibrating of the elements ritual, and pretty much any sort of energy manipulation in general, I've been very shy. Um, uh, I'll just keep reading. Opting to rather keep on reading about it and never participate. I've even gotten to the point where my mind absolutely refuses to keep reading. <laughs> it's funny. I feel as though... Um, I keep wanting to, okay, it's like it's bloated with all this information that I'm doing nothing with, yet I can't bring myself to ever actually use it. I've attempted a few rituals here and there, and I've always felt okay about it, but I can't seem to really tap into the awareness I know exists. Okay, please help me unblock this. (laughs) It's allowing too much space for my inner cynic to come and make me jaded before I've even begun. Thank you so much for your help. Um, do you have thoughts about that? <laughs> no? No, wait, no, you can start, but it was just funny to me the way you finished that, reading that, and then just... <laughs> Why? Just, Whatever. <laughs> Thank you so much for your help. Um, <laughs> Is that how I said it? Sometimes my family's New York accent comes out. <laughs> um, no, you can start on this one if well, you Well, no, oh, uh, did you I, have Or some? I can. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Well, so, um... I think it would be really useful maybe to do a chakra clearing meditation every day, like a really simple one. I have a guided one. Mm-hmm. It's like 10 minutes on my mm-hmm. website and on my YouTube channel. Um, it doesn't have to be that. But to me, mm-hmm. that's something like that that's repetitive, even if you just commit to doing it for 30 days or something. Mm. Um, I have will, one too. Oh, yeah. And Natasha has one. But that will help you to focus on one thing. So it's not like all the things. Mm. And the chakras are a really powerful frame of reference for energy work. And then it's amazing what will happen when you clear and activate, tune into your chakras regularly. So that in itself is a multi-purpose ritual, but it will also help sensitize you to energy. So it doesn't, Mm. it's not anymore this intellectual pursuit. It's like, oh yeah, here's my third chakra and here I am breathing into it and here I am visualizing light in it and like you're getting familiar with what they're about and how they feel and so I feel like something like just kind of narrowing your focus to something like that and then as far as like all the other things you want to learn about it's just a lifelong thing like it's Mm. never I remember when I first started like okay I need to learn everything I need to know Mm -hmm, Kabbalah mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. ceremonial magic and all the you know all this stuff and it's like there's never gonna be an end to learning there's it just keeps going there's always more to learn so to kind of pace yourself with it and let it just be fun like Mm -hmm. what am I gonna learn about today not like what am I gonna you know get under my belt so that I can graduate to the next level just like because it's just there's it's all about being present and joyful you have everything you need already you don't need to know all that stuff it's interesting it's fun and there's a lot of stuff you a lot of tools you know Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. being present and calm and centered and um you know feeling magnetic and positive and joyful that's the most important thing yeah, to look at it with some amusement instead of like, how am I going to just blah, blah, like follow your own information? And it sounds like your own information is telling you to stop, <laughs> like, and you're ignoring it because you're like trying to push ahead. Like, maybe, you know, just 
uh, like we were talking about before with the pseudonymous, allow it to be there. And you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I, I like that advice a lot, what you said. Just start with a simple thing and then see how you want to go. If your brain is literally telling you you have too much information, I mean, it sounds like you need time to process it. I mean, process, rest, we've talked about this a lot before. Rest, relaxation is a way to uh, build information, actually. You need time to absorb it. And, you know, it's Brett was actually mentioning when he was listening to a podcast where we had mentioned that before, that it's same with bodybuilding. Like they tell you, like you work out your muscles, but you have to rest them too yeah, or they yeah. won't build like they won't grow so it really sounds like your highest self is like hold on here <laughs> just mm-hmm. stop and you're wanting to plow through which I understand I have a huge passion for lots of information and yeah. reading it all and I buy way too many books and then sometimes I feel guilty that I'm not reading all the books and I'm not reading them all at once and then I'm spending too much time on my phone <laughs> instead of reading all the books I bought so I do get it I have a huge thirst for information as well but yeah so just listen to yourself and just tell yourself even if you are maybe even if you're like wanting to read more and you feel kind of like manicky about it just like okay hold on I told myself I would only do one thing a day and that's what I'm doing mm-hmm. and then if you really feel the draw okay read a little more but I like that the one thing um okay well I'll read one more question okay okay um Okay. Hi, Natasha and Tess. Love your podcast. I'm wondering, do you have any suggestions about what I could do to help secure slash protect my living situation? Just yesterday, I found out that a sale is pending on the duplex where I rent. Although our unit is under rent control, the new owners could ask us to move if they want to move in, do a major remodel or demolish. I love where I live and would love to stay here in a happy and harmonious way. Any suggestions for handling this situation, ritual mindset or otherwise? Thank you. Keep up the good witchy work. <laughs> um, I feel like, well, I'll, I'm sure you have like some kind of rituals or feng shui things um, you could say. Yeah, well, I have more of a philosophy in these oh, situations. Well, like this. Oh, you want me to start? You can start. Sure. If you want this oh, time. no, I would like I feel to like I've it. gone first on it's everything. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, in situations like this, so this is your landlord's free will. You know, if your landlord mm. wants to sell your landlord's, we have to allow that to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So, we don't want magically to interfere. It's just that will cause mm-hmm. more problems than then it helps, but um, what you can do is to get into a mindset. Murder him. <laughs> if he doesn't exist, he has no free will. <laughs> Just kidding. Obviously, JK, don't murder JK. anyone. Check it, check it, check it. No, it's, I actually love situations like this where you oh. are forced to get into this miracle mindset of like, mm. I'm going to trust that. My living situation is perfect, and it may be the duplex. It may be mm-hmm. perfect for you, and in that yes. case, then it will stay. It may be that actually a new place will be even, even better. better. Yeah. yeah. So to get into that mindset and to feel like there – to me, I can feel this sense of 
like this is that vibe that I get when like in the past when I've given 30 days notice on a rental place, but I don't know where the next place is Mm going to be. And it's so easy to feel that, oh, that going into the panic and the fear and I can't, but then you can also make the choice to step in. It's this exhilarating feeling of what if the perfect thing is right around the corner and what if I just trust the universe and like cast all my fears into the light and like just it so it that is a really powerful place to be so that's what I would recommend we've talked about this before too I think I remember telling you I had read once that um Drew Barrymore (laughs) I read this was like 15 years even longer ago because I wasn't even with Brett um said that when she was like in in between partners that she would be like oh my god i'm so excited to see where he's gonna manifest oh, yeah, from yeah yeah exactly. yeah so it's like a really it can be a really exciting feeling it does take discipline a lot of discipline to be like oh no, no no wait check it check that fear send it to like oh my god i'm so excited what what's gonna happen like mm-hmm. i'm so excited to that you know where that next place is going to come from or or to find out that I get to stay here and definitely you know whatever it is but bringing that feeling in of like excitement and the best place possible is opening up for you right now which may be that place yeah I think oh go ahead I was just going to say you can also like just if you it sounds like you really want to stay there so putting that feeling in your body of like, oh, I feel so relieved. I get to stay here. Um, I love it here. What a relief. A lot of times relief, that relief feeling is a really good for, I have found for me personally, a good manifesting tool (laughs) because it um, counteracts fear because the opposite to me in manifesting the opposite of fear is relief, <laughs> you know, because it's like, I love oh, that. I don't have yeah. to worry about this anymore. Oh, I feel so relieved. I'm just here. I feel so grounded. And yeah, just putting that feeling in your body. Yeah. And that feeling will also help magnetize the best possible place. Like it mm-hmm. will be like, oh, what a relief. I found this place. That's even better. That's an even better price. And it's even closer yes. to work. I mean, it yeah. just the feeling that you want to feel what it doesn't have to be connected to one outcome or another. And I think that's a really powerful state of mind for any kind of magic or manifestation because you're leaving the details up to the universe. Yeah. And you can also like, um, I don't know if like chant or um, meditate for the highest possible. Like I was talking about earlier, I imagine a big ball of gold light between my hands and um, like you can put everybody's highest good in that ball of light and just like everybody's so happy, everybody's so relieved, everybody's, you know, whatever it is, all the feelings. And then when you're ready, when you feel like, oh, okay, you can, it'll tell you the ball, <laughs> the ball of light will speak to you. But it do, <laughs> like, I can tell when it's ready to be released up to yeah. the light. And oh, yeah. Really set. yeah. I love that. That's the, that's the dynamic of casting a circle and letting the, the sphere of light go after you're, you've done a spell. Oh. But yeah, but this is, situations like this do help us to step into practicing what we preach about mm-hmm. believing and trusting and like yes. our our feelings manifesting in yes. our, you know, reality. It helps us, I think, to shift out of um, kind of when we get complacent or we just take it take it for granted that we have these certain blessings and then we realize like oh I really love this place and then we feel grateful for it and there's just so many blessings hidden blessings in situations that initially might seem uncomfortable 
Yeah. Put your put your magic wait put your mouth where your magic is put your magic where your, what's that expression put, put your, your money, money where, where your, your mouth, mouth is yeah put your magic where your mouth is i like, like it. really like you know be, do you believe in magic you yeah. do nicole i know you do yeah and you <laughs> so can, just you can yeah go ahead oh i was just gonna say you can do affirmations that's something that helps me in situations like that mm-hmm. i like florence scovelshin has mm-hmm. infinite intelligence goes before me making clear easy and successful my way mm-hmm. which i that's like for nice. situations like that yeah um shoot i was gonna say something oh sorry i don't remember what it was oh it's all your fault <laughs> I um, oh i know it. what i was gonna say you know some people actually can only manifest when they're in a crisis like oh. you know there's a lot of people who like when they desperately need money, it shows up, but mm-hmm. then then it's gone. And then it's like they can manifest when they know it's like, oh, I have no other choice. So they here's the magic. <laughs> like it all comes in. So I have a little bit of that. Like, I mean, I can manifest other times, too, but I have noticed it's like when, oh, I really need this to happen, then I'll really get really um disciplined about the magical hygiene yeah so to me speak. too yeah yeah and then it'll come in so if we just truly believe that this is possible at all times then it'll you know you can do it mm-hmm. we believe in you yes we do we believe in you that's a new song i just made up that's beautiful oh thank you thank you <laughs> all right <laughs> so now it's time for my part Right. Mm-hmm. The energy report. Oh, boy. That was way off key this time. I guess I blew it on the we believe in you. Well, maybe you could do it again because you didn't <clears> pause <throat> for the sound effect. So. Oh, shit. Okay. We Here we it. go. Here we go. <laughs> Take two. It's time for the energy report. Okay. Nice work. We'll have to live with that one. Okay. Um. Okay. So. You know, this week's energy report is, uh, I couldn't decide where to go in some ways because it could go two ways. Now, what we were talking about before about that portal coming in, I've really felt that. And I was, I will just mention that's really real. I'm really feeling that. And um, if you are in that space where you're able to feel that, what I was going to suggest was visualizing um your future you. Did I talk about this already before? Um, this does sound familiar. Okay. But, um, I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. Um, because I am going to, I think maybe I talked about that. I'm going to do a meditation on this for my next newsletter because it is really powerful and it has been coming up this week a lot where it's like connecting to this highest version of yourself and merging with it um, is very powerful. And it's a really powerful way to expand um, your energy and move kind of move even even out the bumps to while you're releasing old stuff that is no longer serving you to bring in that highest connection of yourself. So really imagining what do I want my future self to look like? What, how do I want to feel as my future self? Do I want to have a lot of compassion for myself? You know, when I picture my future self, I'm very, I have a lot of love for myself and I'm, I just feel like more 
still, I guess, <laughs> more <laughs> powerful. So bringing that in. And then I will ask myself even like, oh, what would my future self do? Maybe I've talked about this before on here. I don't know. Um, is it ringing bells? It is ringing bells, but I feel like this is definitely something that we can all learn Okay, m- more times than one. Okay, yeah. So asking yourself when you're in a tricky situation, um, what would my future self do? Mm-hmm. And then connect on a feeling level to what that feels like. Um, it's very powerful. Because all yeah. those traits are inside you now. That's right. Yeah. You definitely. So they just need to, you kind of, it's like a reminder of like, oh, wait a minute. It's awakening, awakening to that part of yourself that hasn't gotten as much use as the old stories that have been told over and over that are no longer serving you. They've gotten more, you know traction you've run over that course over and over so this is bringing in this self that exists that you've just spent a little less time with yeah and then the old stories naturally fall away because you're not vibrating at that level anymore yeah and you're not focusing on it you're Mm -hmm. focusing more on your highest version of yourself yeah um so it really it's very powerful but What I also wanted to say as we navigate through this 2020, which I don't want to affirm 2020 is hard because I don't like to affirm that. But at the same time, I do want to validate that the energies have been challenging. I feel like for a lot of people, January has been tough and it's also felt like it's gone on for 50,000 years. (laughs) It has really been a long month. (laughs) we've yeah been here a long time although if you're listening to this now congratulations you're in february you made it Uh, you made it um so i don't like to like be like oh it's a tough year no but it may or may if it's if you're finding it challenging what okay oh this is something else someone asked me um was about like how do you take care of your inner child so what i want to say is and I kind of said this last week as well, but again, everything, this just bears repeating, apparently, because I keep saying we've talked about this before, but, you know, all that, just like we were talking about learning as a spiral, yeah. it's so important. To, I mean, I need to hear things a lot. We all keep learning this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because yeah. we're also at that leading edge where we're helping shift the whole consciousness. So mm. if we naturally kind of forget these things, it's it's okay. And then yeah. we just keep reminding ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's not like two plus two is four and you have to, you don't need to remind yourself. I mean, these energies, like we just have to keep, this mm-hmm. is how, what spiritual growth is like. Anyway, right. um, so I will just say again that um, you can do all the rituals and energy healing work in the world, but if you're have, if you're feeling really triggered and you're not connected to your inner child or your inner life, um, you're, or if you're like ignoring your feelings, it's not really going to go far in my experience. Like it can help a little bit, but if you're like feeling, say, really, um, say you had an um, experience with your mom and she really triggered old stuff, you can clear off her energy. Sure, that's great. You can clear off from her space. But if your little inner um, child is like feeling really sad and abandoned from that interaction, you're still going to have that sadness and it's you're still going to feel a little heavy and or maybe a lot heavy Mm -hmm. so or if you're or if you feel invalidated like it brings up all that stuff which may be also by the way lifetimes of 
past hurts and, mm-hmm. you know, from this trigger, even if it's from a, a good friend. It doesn't even have to be like someone like your mom. That could be bringing up stuff from your mom or your dad. And so obviously, like, I believe in energy healing as I do it. And when I do it for people, part of the reason why I think it's so effective is because I can see and why I like to have it done to me is like they can see like, oh, underneath that there's pictures of hurt and, you know, clearing that stuff out. So a way to do that without doing the energy healing is to connect to your inner child to connect to that because we have that part of ourselves we have our inner child we have our inner parent and we have our highest selves yeah all within ourselves and maybe many and many different ages of that inner child um so somebody asked me how do you do it so there's many ways to do it I'd be curious to hear how you do it my favorite way to do it is to put my hand in my heart because I'm able to receive that love for myself also something I've been hearing lately is people have a hard time like even feeling it so that to me is just a sign like oh she's or here they have been ignored you know you haven't been connecting to them so that's why you're feeling nothing when you're looking at them you know or trying to tune into them yeah so they need to be That connection needs to be established, and sometimes that takes a little bit because they don't trust you because you've ignored them. Now, in my experience, it doesn't take that long. They may be mad at first, like, fuck you, you haven't paid any attention to me. Why should I reveal myself to you? Um, But so ways to do it are whatever you feel comfortable. To me, the most powerful way is to do chair work if you really need that connection. So that means sitting as your inner child and just talking as whatever comes up like I feel sad I feel abandoned they did this to me you know whatever it is then switch chairs as the loving parent take a minute to absorb that and reply making sure you're the loving parent and you're not merging with the child Um, if that doesn't feel comfortable or you can't do that for whatever reason you can journal um, write it out, let them speak, you know, just say, okay, it's your turn to talk Mm -hmm. and then respond. Um, those are really the two main ways. Um, and you can just talk to them. Like a lot of times when I'm in the car driving, I'll be like checking in with her. How are you feeling? What's going on? You know? Um, so it's really important. I really, again, love energy work, but if you really do. That's a really important step to know yourself, to build this connection to yourself um, so that you can have this powerful um, making your energy. It's another way to make your energy as stronger than not giving it away, stronger than other people, meaning like um, you're not giving your power away. I'm not saying you're more powerful than other people. I mean, like, Um, You can make yourself feel weaker than somebody else if you're not building yourself up and knowing yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And the inner child is a natural, magical practitioner. The inner child is so creative um, and so playful. So when our inner children are healthy, our lives are just so much better and fun and happy. Yeah. And they're – yeah. Yeah, it's really just a way to connect to your feelings that are there. You know, you can stuff things down, but they still exist. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a way to connect to them. Do you have a way? How do you talk to your inner child? Um, You know, I think I have a picture of myself as Um, like a three-year-old on my 
fridge that <laughs> I found it recently. It's me just like in the bathtub next to my friend. Oh, and I'm yeah. just so happy. I sent you a picture of it. And yeah. I, cause I always, everyone always said I loved cameras when I was little and I would oh. always smile no matter what. And you can just see that how I'm just so proud and I am not self-conscious of being naked at all. And yeah just so happy in that moment. And that has been really helping me lately, just every day seeing that little picture of my happy little self. And it helps me to, I like to, I think I'm realizing now as I talk to you that I like to kind of think of holding her, like holding her and loving her. But it has been a journey for me to heal my inner child because my inner child was really, really wounded, like Mm. for a long, Mm. long time. I know you had this, this too. Yeah. But there have been a lot of things that have helped that, like people, friends who have mentioned that to me, like they see have seen that, like your inner child's really wounded. You probably want to do some inner child work. Also, it really helped me one time when my brother talked to me about how deeply he perceived how hard my childhood was because his was too both of our childhoods were really hard but he was like but you were four when and so you remember when our parents were married and so that must have been really sad for you to you know and then just him witnessing that and thinking that like stuff like that has really helped me to shift my own perspective to like Mm -hmm. oh yeah and that wasn't my fault it wasn't my fault that you know I I didn't deserve to be treated those ways or to wasn't my fault that my mom was depressed you know as a child and because we don't as children we think everything is our fault somehow we would rather think that than think that the people taking care of us are not not doing a good job yeah Yeah, we need need to trust them so we will internalize like oh this somehow I must have deserved this treatment you know so to Mm -hmm. as an adult consciously unwind that stuff it can take a while and it can be really painful Mm -hmm. um but it's just so so important yeah and what you just said I mean I do think that really relationships are very healing Mm -hmm. when people recognize that I had the same thing with my sister I mean no one in my family acknowledged my experience until recently and that has been very healing for me but ultimately like what he just said to you that's what I'm talking about saying to yourself yeah um so like wow that was really hard what happened you know and just letting yeah, having that conversation and just telling, acknowledging that is yeah. really huge. And yeah, so I think the more you can like make it a daily practice, the less you'll be able, the less it'll feel like you um, can't feel that inner mm-hmm. child. The yeah. more you awaken her. It's like a plant. You gotta water <laughs> Yeah, and I think something something that has helped me when I have uh, when I used to do phone sessions with people and I would be talking to them about something that happened in their childhood, it seemed like it really helped a lot of times to say, like, what if that happened to your daughter? Mm-hmm. Like, can you yeah. imagine if that happened to a little child that you yeah. were witnessing that happened to them, how much compassion you would have? Because somehow that can help us, like, just to step out Get of, out like, of yeah, of the, like, identifying so much with, like, oh, no, I brought that on myself somehow. It was, like, some defect with me that made that happen in my childhood you know it can help us get distance yeah totally and that also by the way the chair work why I love it so much is that really helps you get distance too oh right right. it's like crazy how powerful that I keep saying how powerful everything is but it really is um that it's it's like you're watching somebody else like it's like it can feel like oh this is outside of my brain now (laughs) outside Mm -hmm. of my body I can feel it more yeah. Like us being a separate thing and not real. Okay. 
Well, that was the energy report. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. So now <laughs> it's time for practical magic. Okay. So we're still in the Imbolc portal and we're moving toward the Leo full moon, which will be fully in effect Saturday night, February 8th, technically on the East Coast. Um, and the Midwest, it will be on early, early morning of the 9th, which is Sunday. Um, so leading up to the Leo full moon, after Imbolc, before the full moon, I tuned in and I found that it's going to be really powerful for us to enjoy what we have now. And that's even all the luxuries that we have. That's it. I was shown this this morning in meditation for myself. Me too. That you are. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That it's like this is like the things that we have bought for ourselves in the past, like the shoes we love, the, I mean, simple things like jewelry or perfume or just like a place to live that we like, a comfortable bed. Like all of these things, we assemble them and so often we forget how wonderful they are. So to just remove our attention from like worrying about money in the future and just like enjoying all the resources we have in the present moment, like what? We're so luxurious. And I thinking about too how really those of us in the Western world are mm -hmm. all so rich. Or mm -hmm. if you think about like royalty from the Middle Ages, like we're all – kings and queens like way more luxurious <laughs> we have we have homes that are heated we have clean running water so many of us have all of these amazing things so I mean, there are people who don't have that of course oh and yeah no but most of the people but... listening is what i'm thinking to yeah. our podcast mm -hmm. have those things that, that we house, consider which is so it is luxurious i always think about that especially in the winter like i'm so grateful and i feel so bad for homeless people yeah, anyway. the things that we have that are like that, just really, re whatever you have mm -hmm. now. And maybe you're thinking, well, I'm sleeping on my friend's couch, so I don't have a house. But mm -hmm. you have a couch, you know, yeah. like what yeah. are the things that you do have and focusing on those and feeling grateful for those and feeling just enjoying them, like enjoying the beauty of the wardrobe you have now, mm -hmm. um, enjoying taking it, the warmth of a shower of like your breakfast, mm -hmm. those things just coming into that present moment awareness of your luxuries is going to be a way of attracting more abundance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I guess I wasn't, I got that information just about like life in general, like I think because I just turned 50 oh, and right, I was like, right, yeah. oh my God, like, what if I really, like, when I wake up, I'm like, oh my God, I get to have this day again. It's not yeah. just like, oh, another day right. in my house. It's like, oh my God, that's a day in this house. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's exactly. And, and it's a way of removing the worry too. This was part of the message that I got this morning was because looking back now, it's really, really so interesting to get older, isn't it? To be 40, yes. I'm 42 now and to yeah. have the amount of memories that I have and the yes. perspective I have, it's yes. so profound and uh, really deeply beautiful. It is. But it helps me see like I look at pictures of myself when I was in my 20s and I was constantly worried about uh, money. Yeah. 
and uh. and I always had enough. Like that's what I like. I never what whatever happened that was I was so afraid of all the time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we were like, oh, how are we going to pay this bill? But we figured it out. We got yeah. through it. You know, it was yeah. like, and yeah. those were all these like precious moments and days of my life. And so I I'm like, what can I learn from that? I can learn to really just like enjoy what's happening now, be in the present moment, and let go of tripping out about yeah. stuff that might happen yeah you yeah. know yeah and it is really true I mean I really believe this even though I'm saying it from a point of privilege that when you really are focusing on what you have it's what increases it's what I was talking yeah. about before about the future self when you're focused on that self of you that is already has all these things emotionally that you want then you create it yeah and it really, yeah, comes to It increases, yeah, what it you increases. focus on expands. Yeah. Um, yeah, so whatever you, and I love what Louise Hay says to bless the money that's in your bank account now, oh, whatever yes. amount it is. Yes, feel love for it. Yeah. And like you can, open your bank account. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad excited. you're excited. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's that same thing of being excited that you can pay your bills this month. Like, yes. this is so great that we Doesn't were she able say- Bless your bills. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. As yeah. they go out, like send it left. Okay, I'll show mm-hmm. up. No, but just shifting in. And this is like one of those things that we can get into the norm, the base level of our culture, which kind of teaches like, oh, yeah, life is stressful and you, you're, we're always worried. And But this is not the reality that we're choosing and this is not the reality that is that magnetic, attractive, magical space that we all want to be in and we all can be in. So it's just like having compassion for ourselves if we aren't in that and then consciously shifting into being in that. And then on the full moon, so this would be, I think Saturday would be the best time to do this, but you could also do it Sunday, is um, a ritual, a simple ritual. We're going to work with the energy of the Leo moon in this ritual, which is the heart energy. And it's also your, the way you shine your unique light in the world. So this is a prosperity and success ritual, but how it works is we're going to, well, I'll tell you how to do it. So bathe, cleanse your energy by taking a bath or a shower, Mm -hmm. and then dress in something simple and clean and beautiful that you feel good in, that's comfortable. Light a red candle, take some deep breaths. Oh, and have a mirror nearby so that Mm. you can look at yourself in the mirror Mm. in candlelight and look at how beautiful you are relax your face and just kind of feel your radiance Mm. place one hand on your heart one hand on your belly and affirm commit to being your unique self and bravely shining your light which Mm. will be filling the space in the world that only you can fill Mm, I love that because we all have unique things to offer and it can be scary to come out of the closet and offer those gifts to the world mm-hmm. in whatever form they may take. Mm-hmm. But that is really where we are able to step into that oneness with prosperity, like a natural flow of prosperous abundance because giving and receiving is the same. So we're offering from our heart with love ourselves mm-hmm. and some and the leo moon is such a good time for this the full moon the full oh, leo yeah. moon because it's a time for us to all it, it can help all of us transcend that those limiting beliefs like oh i'm being self-centered if i 
offer my gifts or if I acknowledge what I'm good at or if I choose to do what I like to do. Like maybe you're not the best at it yet, but you love it Mm -hmm. and you want to try it and you want to get better at it as you go. And that takes courage too. And you deserve to do that. You are worth that. And no one will do it like you do it. And you can also, maybe you'll try something. You'll be like, this is what my heart wants to try. And then you'll learn, oh, I didn't actually love that as much as I thought I would, but I did love this aspect of it. But you don't know until you go. And that Leo moon energy is going to help you commit to taking one step Mm -hmm. and then taking another one and another one and listening to your intuition and knowing what to do next and letting the universe flow in to help support and guide that journey. I love it. I Thank you. I want to applaud. They, go ahead. That's, Feel free. Here we go. It's, it's the Leo moon. I will <laughs> I'm a, take I'm the applause. applause. Yeah, that's right. It probably is. <laughs> I that's deserve a really that applause. Great one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so now before we move on to our cards. We do our housekeeping. Yeah, and before we do the regular housekeeping, we want to talk about our Patreon. Oh, right. We are it's going very to... very soon. Yes, probably when you hear this, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Very likely. I don't very know if we likely. want to commit 100% to that. <laughs> Highly possible that you, we have different levels, which we're going to offer meditations, a video of this podcast that you're listening if you want to watch us yeah you could see our faces you could see the cards mm-hmm. i may have to um you can see know. the animals oh yeah see rocco on some, in always some cases. in here mm-hmm. um and there'll also be meditations at whatever level you sign up you'll get a meditation and i don't know all kinds of fun things q and a mm-hmm Etc. <laughs> obviously, stuff. we have All it written down. You can look at it, <laughs> and we'll send. A, I guess when if you sign up for our newsletter. Wait, does that come out soon? Next yeah, week, maybe sometime mm-hmm. during this week that we'll this comes out. Ke- yeah, keep an eye out. We'll we'll have a link to where it's. We'll definitely announce it in a bigger way. Yeah, you can find it. When I'm sure time. it'll be on our Instagram, which is Magic Monday Podcast. Our website is magicmondaypodcast.com. We're on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod. And there's a group called Magic Monday Podcast Listeners. Mm-hmm. So many <laughs> places to find us. You can find me at Highest Light Healing on Instagram and at my website, highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for a reading and a healing with me or and or sign up for my newsletter and you can get that chakra meditation if you do that. And where can we find Tess? You can find me at Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, Twitter, Tess Whitehurst, YouTube, Tess Whitehurst, and my website, where you can try the Good Vibe Tribe for free, the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts, is TessWhitehurst.com. Okay, great. So now we're going to pick a card for the week. I still have Tales of the Mystical Cats. Okay, I am drawing from the Sacred Self-Care Rituals deck since the Leo full moon's coming up and oh, self-care right. is such a good Leo full moon activity. Okay. Ah. What did you get? Be still. Oh. So we're still, this is a similar energy from last <sighs> week. Yeah, so we're still like being guided to be like there's, 
it feels like there's like a lot of frenetic energy. We have the potential totally. for placing our attention on any number of things. Yes. And of course, we do have all of most of us have things on our to do list that we do still need to do, but to still focus on coming into that still silence because from that space we can move through mm -hmm. our activities and the stuff on our to-do list mm -hmm. with still having that stillness and coming back to it again and again and not only that but it helps us to tap into our intuition and to divine guidance and to co-create with the divine so that our lives just kind of flow better and are more harmonious and joyful well, that's what we talked about before, too, is like that's an important part of processing information is being that still. still point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's mm -hmm. like we already know all this stuff, you know, like yes. the stuff like yes. studying yes. all of yes. the reason why we feel drawn to astrology or magic or the law of attraction is because it resonates as something we recognize and already know. And it's great to learn it. But when we tap into like, oh, yeah, there it is within me. And we tap into the stillness, it becomes easier just to access all of that stuff that we already naturally mm -hmm. know. We're already one with all of it. Yeah. And maybe start meditating. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I feel drawn to. Okay. I got the ace of C, which is funny because Ooh. guess what? It says, the time we spend in sleep isn't just for the rest and refreshment of our physical bodies. Deep in the dream world, we visualize all the wonderful things that we deserve and crave, and by wishing for them, we begin to make them real. In this place of mystical imagining, there is no fear, no doubt, nothing but the sweet, purring assurance of well-being. Anything a cat can dream can come true. You're, I think that's the name of this podcast, <laughs> The Cat's <laughs> Advice. Your dearest dreams and most heartfelt wishes all come true now if you believe. That's what we told mm -hmm. Nicole. Love, beauty, and happiness are all meant for you. Open yourself to receive them. All good things come to those who dare to dream. Oh, I love, I love it too because a cat is such a great affirmation for enjoying the moment and mm -hmm. reveling in the luxury of yeah. just being your fabulous self. You know, that's totally. connected to everything we've been talking about, including the Leo full moon. Mm -hmm. Also sleeping and resting. Yeah. They're really great at that. Yeah. So, all right, everyone will have a wonderful, restful, um, abundant week. Thank you Thanks. for listening. Thanks for listening. We love you. That's a new song I just made up.